0: Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Toshiba Oliver. My co-host, Leah Ross, is on maternity leave. Happy summer, ladies. Happy summer, Urban Christian Women. Um, listen, we're doing something a little different. We are on summer break, but we thought how great it would be to... Um, Have interviews at the beginning of the summer just to um, keep you encouraged and hear the stories of women who are on mission for Jesus Christ and living out God's truth for everyday life. And so um, I'm super excited about our first interview ever over the phone, Ms. Sharifa Stevens. Sharifa is the content director for If Gathering. And um, on the podcast, Sharifa talks about her journey towards seminary and ministry, the encouragement of older women speaking into her and being a trailblazer um, in the areas of um, leaving the door open for women of color, as well as addressing injustice and brokenness um, in America, as well as in the church. So listen, If you, um, listen, I hope you have your coffee. This is a good one. And just to give you a heads up, it's a two part, it's a two part interview. So um, we hope you enjoy. All right, let's dig in.
1: All right. So welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. I am so excited to um, have this special guest with me. Um, And so, um, yeah, let me just give you some background to my sister. Today on the podcast, we have Sharifa Stevens. Sharifa, hey. Hey. (laughs) This is going to be so good. I can already tell. If you do not... If you do not know anything, y'all know about me. But the fact that Sharifa has my sort of same bent, this is going to be great. This is going to be the the best first podcast (laughs) that you ever heard, okay? (laughs) Um, But uh, Sharifa is a New York native. She earned a Bachelor of Arts degree from Columbia University before moving to Dallas, Texas, where she received a Master of Theology degree from Dallas Theological Seminary. She's contributed to the book Vindicating the Vixens, Revisiting Sexualized, Vilified, and Marginalized Women of the Bible. Sharifa is currently the content director of If Gathering, and she is a wife to a Renaissance man and a mother of two lovely boys. Mm -hmm. Sharifa, Mm -hmm. it is such a blessing to have you on the Urban Christian Woman podcast today. So welcome! I'm so excited! I'm so <laughs> excited! Thank you for inviting me. I love listening to you and Leah. And Leah, yes, yes. Leah just had her fourth baby, and so she is oh. on maternity leave. Yes, and she is up to up to her knees in diapers, but it's all for the glory of God. <laughs> so, Amen. <laughs> so there you there you have it. There you have it. I am so excited. I just have to give people a little precursor because they're like, wait a minute, how does Kashiba know Sharifa? Okay, so here's how I know (laughs) Sharifa, y'all. I I found Sharifa through Instagram, you know, and so, um, yeah, I ended up (laughs) just following her feed and inboxed her, and so we have given each other high fives and tears and laments and a whole bunch of loves and likes from um all the way across each 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 uh each airway you know so um yeah sharifa tell us a little bit about how tell us about how you came to to faith in Christ and um yeah and then what led you into um becoming a content director for if gathering or just even having a desire to um get a, theo- a master of theology degree just talk to us about all of that space Oh, okay. Simple question. <laughs> so
2: um, I came to Jesus, or Jesus uh, by the power of the Spirit uh, wooed me. When I was five years old, mm. um, I grew up in a family culture that reverenced God and mm-hmm. um, worshipped Jesus and I I just want to give encouragement to all the Sunday school teachers Ooh. who just, like, patiently share the gospel with mm-hmm. little babies um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: who who faithfully show up and um, teach the Bible to young minds mm-hmm. because that's that's where I first encountered the Lord. I encountered Him at home. And there was, but there was something in that Sunday school classroom. And when I was in Sunday school, it was like
1: felt board. I don't even oh, know yeah. if people know what. So. Okay. Oh girl, I know so, about the felt board life.
2: Yes. Yeah. It was. It was back in the felt board days. Yes. So, um, just seeing the cross and seeing the empty tomb. Some. It was the spirit of God that mm-hmm. um, convicted me at five. Of my own sin and the grace of God that He provided a Savior mm. and um, through through His Son Jesus Christ. And uh, that day, I remember it was in March. I won't even tell you what year, but it was mm-hmm. in March that, um, and it was right around Easter that. Mm. That the love of God pursued me, but it, it's also been a journey. So it, you know, like five five year old understanding, five year old faith uh, is profound, mm-hmm. and and also it get test it gets tested. Um, yeah. So just gross circumstances,
1: mm-hmm. peers,
2: friendships, heartbreaks, uh, also have contributed to my wrestling, my doubts, my anger, and and also my growth mm-hmm. in, in my knowledge and love for God.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's what led me to seminary. Um, I had planned to go to law school. I was taking my LSAT. But uh, I interviewed lawyers, and all of the lawyers that I interviewed were unhappy, and so I was just um, reconsidering. Uh, and at the same time, my young adult pastor was like, "Well, have you considered God's law?"
1: So I was just like, "Let's what? talk about that." So <laughs> he uh, you said don't. in
2: less of a used car car salesman way, he was "Yes, like you know, you have a a, a thirst." For uh biblical knowledge, you um have a desire to know the Lord. Have you considered seminary? And I mm. had not. Uh but after after that conversation I felt propelled in a completely different direction and so I was gonna go wow. to seminary in the northeast, however. My young adult pastor was an alum of Dallas Theological Seminary, and so he was just like, and I, and he was so pivotal in in this life stage. That the group and the group of young adults that uh, I walked through life with was so pivotal in my spiritual growth. Mm. So I I said, okay, I'll I'll consider applying um, for a Master's of Theology. I wanted to study Greek and Hebrew. I had a very um, I had questions, questions about my my womanhood, questions about the role of women in ministry, questions um, that basically boil down to my value as a follower of Christ, um, Mm. my calling. Um, And so I wanted to do the Master's of Theology because there are five semesters of Greek and four of Hebrew. And I I knew that they wouldn't consider me. I, I did not go to a Bible college. I I was like, the secular pedigree. So, imagine my surprise when I was accepted.
1: So, right. So that's when I moved to Dallas.
2: And right. I, you
1: were like, oh, yeah. this is happening. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: here here I am. I've been here a missionary to the Dallas, I
1: <laughs> for almost two <laughs> decades. Wow. And how did you what? how did How did you sort of get connected with becoming um a content director for if oh, okay. well you are the content director right for I am. okay
2: um that is that is how I currently serve. I have been interested in writing since I was about eight years old mhm um and just various modes of communication uh, speaking singing writing. These are um the things that I would do if I never got paid for them. Right um, because there are particular modes where I uh grapple effectively with, with doubt and also um feel the pleasure of God and the admonishment of God, the encouragement of God, all of these. So I've been doing it for a while and I had um refined that in terms of of a vocation uh because of a professor at Dallas Seminary who was really incredibly supportive, also taught about journalistic writing and writing for publication and she really uh was an encouragement and said, No, mm. this is not this is not just you thinking, you know, this is a, a fun hobby. It's 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 a gift that I affirm and how can we get you connected um, to making this a way of life. And I really um, am so thankful for her. Her name is Dr. Sandra Guan, and she's actually the editor of the book that you um, mentioned in my introduction, Vindicating the Vixens. So
1: we'll have to link that in the um, podcast for sure.
2: Yes. Yeah, yes. um, it's an incredible book. I'm one of, I believe, 16 contributors to that book, and we look at um, Bible characters from, like, Eve to Bathsheba, Tamar. Mine is Vashti, a woman in the Bible who never wow. says a word. That so, is. Yeah, so this is oh. a really um, fun challenge to write about her from the silences. Mm. So... Anyway, which that's that's just one example of uh a great and challenging opportunity that I was encouraged in and I feel I feel like along the way what has gotten me to where I am is mm-hmm. the encouragement and open doors of other people. I think it's really important for us as Christian women, as as urban Christian women, and for me as a black woman, mm-hmm. to not close the door behind me. You know, to yeah. leave it wide open, because yeah. a lot of us are blazing trails as black women. A lot mm-hmm. of us are, 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 well, compelled to be entrepreneurs and trailblazers to create the opportunities that we have for ourselves, but we also get the opportunity to leave the door open um, for other people who are coming behind us that we can mentor, that we can um, recommend, that mm-hmm. we can hire. hmm
1: hmm hmm Yeah, I, one of the things that I love so much about you is how you actually do use your voice and the platform that you have. To really be a voice and a speaker with grace and truth around just injustice in America as well as um in the construct of um Christian communities and what that means being um a woman of color and <clears throat> I was just like looking at um one of your um one of your posts, and I think you posted this yesterday, and I just want to read it and, like, give <laughs> yes. you a space. Like, I feel like I just need to give you a space to um, articulate and um, help, um, yeah, just, like, breathe some more life into this. And um, and I think my question after I read this quote would be, what would your exhortations be to women of the city, who live in the city, and then women of color being on both sides. Like if, mm-hmm. and so I'm just gonna read the quote, and it says, um, it says, chronic illness. Today I'm lamenting the chronic illness of being tone-policed, unclaimed, unwanted, unknown, infantilized, um, and erased as Christian Black women in the white evangelical industrial complex. If this isn't your story, praise God, this ain't for you. We literally abandon hope every day to enter into these spaces and to do the work. It takes a toll on our bodies, minds, and souls. It tampers with our faith. We stay sick because our cue is our cure is hemmed up with hoarders. We're attached, but there's a a, tourni- a tourniquet. Is that is that the mm-hmm. best way to say that way? Word the right way. Okay, um, cutting us off, our pain tolerance is the same as everyone else's, but we are expected to both bleed out and transfuse. Ain't I a woman made in his image? And then you had a whole lot of hashtags, lament, tired, grieving, angry, sick. Hmm. Like, (laughs) talk to us about this, and then what would your exhortations be to – Those who are listening um, who are in this, quote, unquote, white, well, this white evangelical industrial complex, and then what would your exhortation be to um, women of color as well who can really relate? To this, and I love um, the proverb that you gave. Proverb thirteen twelve: Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Talk to yeah. us about this, girl. Talk to me. Talk to. Me. <laughs> I mean, well, there's
2: there's a lot to talk about with regard to this. Um, I'll begin. I'll begin with this. Uh, that was a lament. Mm-hmm. Lamentation is uh, a space that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily take the proportionate amount of space in our worship and um, how we communicate through song, mm-hmm. prayer, uh, services, not necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. And so
1: right.
2: as a result, it's a muscle that's not used. As a result, people may... Or may not know how to interact with lament. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: the way to interact with lament is not to go immediately to cure. The way to interact with lament is through empathy.
1: Yes, through
2: <laughs> sitting sitting with a person, not pitying the person, but sitting and entering in to um, the grief. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think discomfort and and a lack of familiarity with lamentation lead a lot of people to uh, immediately saying, well, what can I do? How can I fix this? Um, And I love that question, but sometimes the question uh, has its origins in how do we shut this down? How do we shut it up? I'm not comfortable with this yes let's get to solutions yes um and so like with that particular post i didn't even i didn't even turn on comments (laughs) so because what i what i what i want what i desire is Mm -hmm. it's a it's a it's a sitting with it
1: Mm.
2: it's it's self examination the moment of pause and it's also
1: right um a form of validation for mm-hmm. people who are going through the same thing right right right
2: so like for me i don't know i don't know
1: what it's like
2: in your circle but in my circles i know a lot of really dynamic strong sharp devoted Mm -hmm. lovely black women who um are shedding a lot of tears or experiencing a lot of anger because in in our spaces we are regularly absorbing minimization we are regularly absorbing excuse me it's absorbing being um ignored as -hmm. a just as a fact of life in and I have, I've worked since I've been here. I've worked in a lot of predominantly white spaces, and yeah, um, I've been, I've been passed over with with my degree, for for people who have not achieved the same amount of um, education, mm-hmm. theologically. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been mistaken for the help.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, not that there's anything wrong with um folks who are who are serving us yeah uh, through custodial or um mm-hmm. administrative means but that's mm-hmm. not the role I was playing. There's a mm-hmm. presumption there. Yeah. Um I have been referred to outside of my name. Mhm. Um I have had my credentials not not referred to but you know, oh but she gives sorry or mm-hmm. you know like um, you know, there are there are cultural uh snares and strongholds in our country that that are always at play. Mm-hmm. They're always at play. Right. <laughs> Where you're referred to as a girl and not a woman. Right. Where you're referred to based on your entertainment value rather than on mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the the Degree. the depth that you bring, mm-hmm. yep. the experience that you bring to the table,
1: mm-hmm. the depth
2: that you have, it's your entertainment value that that people are interested in um right. I've been my my stories of trauma have have been um viewed in a voyeuristic way rather than in an empathetic way, like oh well, tell me about your your experiences with racism. Oh well thank you. Okay, well bye.
1: Mm-hmm. No
2: no entering in, no compassion, no nothing. Um I've been shut down in meetings where I've said, Hey, we need to talk about this issue. You know, you the way you talked about one of your congregants made it sound like he was a potential criminal and not a member of your congregation. I've had that I've had stuff shut down you know Uh mm-hmm. so so this is like i mean i, ha- I have receipts i'm not the only one um, yeah yeah so there're so many of us who um have had to absorb and absorb and absorb for the sake right. of um providing for our families mm-hmm. for the sake of um the greater body of Christ mm-hmm. um for for the sake of the witness just being there as a witness
1: yes uh-huh um
2: mm-hmm. and a voice where you know your only voice that will be saying these things mm-hmm. um so but but a lot of us have absorbed um poison and-
0: thanks so much for listening to Sharifa and I's conversation um listen I pray that it was a blessing and you can catch part two right after this y'all I know that we ended um, pretty quickly on that podcast, but part two is even better. I mean, Sharifa is, is going deep and allowing us to really get a full glimpse of what's happening not only within the body of Christ, but how that aligns with God's word. And so listen... If you haven't hit the subscribe button, why don't you go ahead, click over, hit the subscribe button. And then would you be so kind to be a blessing to us by leaving a review of our podcast? And then if you haven't um, followed us on social media platforms, definitely do that. Um, You can find us at The Urban Christian Woman on um, Instagram, Facebook, as well as Twitter. And listen, sharing is caring, so tag a friend. We pray that this testimony, as well as everything the Urban Christian Woman Ministry does, helps to restore you with God's truth for everyday life. Have a blessed day, ladies.